It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest in a minute. I promise this is going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I usually do this every single week. It's no secret that things are very tough right now for a lot of people, and I will be the first to admit that I don't always have my aim game. But I will also let you know that there are three things that I think will help all of us. When facing a crisis, the first thing I would say is to be thankful for what you have. Without gratitude for what you have, it's impossible to attract what you really want. Jack Canfield and I discussed that when he was on my show a few years ago. The second thing I would say is to give yourself something to look forward to. There's something to be said for having hope. When I was in the hospital a few years ago, one thing that kept me going was to make a list of everything I wanted to experience again when I got out. It brightened up my day more than once. The final piece of advice I would give you is to find a need and fill it. When you're focused on helping others, it comes back to you in ways you may never know. If you have connections or resources to help others, why not do it? I find this helps lift my mood every single time. So those are my three things to think about today. If you need to pick me up, once again, one, be thankful. Two, give yourself something to look forward to. And three, find a need and fill it. It will make a huge difference in your day. And if you've not gotten my latest book, it's called The Greatest Lessons I Learned from My Mom. And as the title tells you, it, it's about all the lessons that I and a bunch of my friends have learned from our moms. And it's a great book. In fact, my next book is going to be coming out shortly. It's called The Greatest, Le- greatest Lessons I Learned from Being an, an Entrepreneur. Volume one, and it'll be the first of three volumes. I cannot wait for that to come out. I am hoping that comes out uh, within the next couple of weeks. So my guest this week is Chris Zizzo. Let me tell you about him. He's an online fitness and nutrition coach, bodybuilder, and social media influencer with a TikTok following of over 2.4 million. He's had over 56.7 million views, and he has an Instagram following of over 265,000. He helps busy and unfulfilled people regain control of their health by helping them lose weight, build muscle, and regain control of their lives. We have a lot to unwrap and unravel today. This is going to be a fun show, and I know we're all going to get so much out of it. So I'm very happy to introduce my guest, Chris Zizzo. Chris, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Brian. I appreciate You're it. So- yeah, you're so welcome. So here's the question I start with with everybody. Did you envision early on that you would be where you are right now? Um, I guess it depends on how early on early on is. Okay. Uh, if, you're, if you're talking about um, that the uh, at the beginning of my life, uh, you know, going through school, that I have a the vision to become a health and fitness person. No, I didn't. Uh, but as I made my way through college. Uh, this was definitely the path for me. I just had to find the right time and create the uh, right opportunity to do so. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. You had a very interesting path to get here, and most people I talk to, success is not a straight line. 
we sometimes figure out what we don't want to do before we figure out what we do want to do. So tell us a little bit about your path. Yeah, absolutely. So I um, grew up in the Central Valley of California. I grew up in a pretty unique area that has a unique demographic. You have a lot of um, very well-off families that come from you know, farming backgrounds, big well-known businesses, and then you have the the other half, which is um, blue-collar or more low-end. So I got to learn from a lot of different people. Some of my friends have, um, you know, great family wealth, and some of them have uh, not so much and, you know, tattoos on their face. And it's like two unique sets of people, but they all provided value in my life, which was amazing. Getting to learn from all of them, um, I absorbed all of the good parts, I hope. Mm-hmm. And that kind of makes, I guess, made me unique in a way that um, I could understand a lot of different perspectives and and engage with different people on a level that many couldn't. So mm-hmm. I'm grateful for all those people that surrounded me. I uh, I was one of the first people in my family to go to college. I went to mm-hmm. college at the University of Nevada in Reno, and I got my degree in engineering. Uh, mm-hmm. I only did that because I wanted to do something hard if I was going to go to college and be the first one to do it i figured i'd challenge myself so yeah um did that got my engineering degree realized i was good at my job because i worked really hard but i wasn't great at my job because mm-hmm. i wasn't as smart of the, as the rest of the crowd next to me those engineers they're extreme geniuses very anal- analytical minds um mm-hmm. i made it through because i i tried really really hard but um but it wasn't it wasn't my path and during college, I figured out that I really enjoyed health and fitness. It helped yeah. correct my life, uh, mm-hmm. put me on the right path. And yeah. um, I was making some mistakes. I stopped making mistakes when I started going to the gym and yeah. really training my mind to do that. And that's where this led me now. I I uh, have had a health and fitness business that does really well for the past year. Mm-hmm. And we're continuing to grow every day. And I'm super yeah. excited about it. Yeah, it is growing very fast, and we will definitely visit that topic a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Everyone on the way to the top experiences one or more rock bottom moments. What do you think was yours, and how did you get out of that situation? Um, I would say that you know I haven't really experienced a rock bottom with business yet, but I did experience a bottom in life that led mm-hmm. me to fitness. Like I explained, as I was going through mm-hmm. college, um, there was a pinnacle point in my life where something changed and mm-hmm. it guided me towards this path. And that was when I was, uh, I was getting in trouble in school. I was, I was mm. bad habits, bad vices. I was drinking. Um, I used to get in some, some altercations, which I haven't gotten in since then. So <laughs> that's mm. nice. And, um, yeah, I was making some bad decisions. I went to the, the, really the turning point was when I went to jail and I, I had to call my mom and it was on mother's day because they need to identify who you are <laughs> and mm. not proud of those days. Right. But, um, definitely a learning lesson. And I said, you know what, I got to do something to change. I have an hour a day. This was when school was getting really tough. My junior year, I was working a full-time job. I said, I have a free hour every day to do something productive with my life. I'm going to start exercising. And I did. And that's really what pulled me out of that rock bottom moment. And after that, I learned discipline on a new level. I learned routine and balance and health and mindset and everything grew. So definitely uh, not a proud moment in my life, but a necessity for where I am now. Absolutely. And I think we all have to go through something 
to help us define where we are going to go. If you had to go back and change any of it, would you? Um, you know, I, I really wish that I didn't get in trouble a whole lot, yeah. but like I said, I think it was a necessity. I understand the value of life in a, in a different way now. I understand mm -hmm. the value of health because I wasn't healthy back then. I understand the value of patience and communication, and I don't yeah. think I would on the mm -hmm. level that I do now had I not yeah. gone through that stuff. So as bad as I feel for anyone that I ever, you know, hurt or, mm -hmm. um, you know, emotionally right. or physically, I, I really right. don't know if I would take it back because I think I'm going right. to be able to help a lot of people now. Yeah. yeah. You bet. And you took working out very, very seriously. In fact, you have been a competitive bodybuilder, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um, I, uh, I'm an, it's the title, I guess is IFBB professional bodybuilder. So yes. I, they give you what's called an IFBB pro card. And I got that last year. Good. Um, yeah, it was, it was really cool because I'm, I haven't been a competitor for too long. I have just trained really hard. Um, I tell everyone when I go to the gym, I'm physically working through my problems in the gym. And wow. obviously I had a lot of problems because I got really big and fit <laughs> and, and yeah. now I, don't really have, I don't have any problems, but I do have an IFBB pro card, which is uh, something cool. So I was, uh, yeah. yeah, that's great. So what did you learn as a bodybuilder that has translated to your business success? Um, as a bodybuilder, um, I would say that there's a lot about a, a, a real, really consistent health and fitness routine that taught me a lot, but at bodybuilding itself, you, you have to get down to a level of body fat that's somewhere sub 5%. Mm. What that takes is something that not a lot of people will ever understand. You have to, I, I had to, as I was doing my, because I got this while I was an engineer still. So I was getting up at four in the morning before work began. I would do cardio for 45 minutes every single morning at four. Um, I would go to work all day and I'd have my set meals that I had to eat, which was chicken, rice. Uh, it was broccoli, cashews, mm -hmm. peanut butter, and eggs. And that was it. Same thing for four months, same routine for four months, six hours of sleep, not a lot of food. Mm -hmm. And it was rough. But yeah. that level of discipline is something that, that is now, it, it helps me as a coach because I can tell everybody I've been through that. Yes. I, I had a job and had to make those sacrifices in a major way. And yeah, and really, it really resonates with people. Absolutely. We've got less than two minutes to our first break. Why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? <laughs> because I wasn't an engineer. That's not who I was supposed to be. And, and health and fitness was my passion. And I knew that I could help people because the impact that it had on my life was I mean, obviously life changing, I guess that's the easiest way to say that. And I knew it could be for so many other people, but they don't realize their potential. Just like I didn't realize my potential. It fell into my lap, but it's not going to fall into everybody's lap. So I chose to pursue this path the way I knew it best. That's to start my own business and really start helping people, which is what I'm all about. Yeah. Uh, I want, I want to change a million people's lives before I die. That's my goal. And, um, and I'm going to do that the way I know best through health and fitness. I love that. that and I, that's such a specific mission. I love that because I was going to ask you, you know, what is your big why? But that's it, isn't it? That's it. Totally. Yeah. And fortunately, I have a big enough social media platform 
to where I can connect with big names who can also help me achieve this goal. And uh, there's a good plan in place with some specifics of how we can make that happen too. So I'm excited. That's exciting. We are with Chris Zizzo and this is Success Profiles Radio. We will come right back after the break and we are going to talk about the first thing I'm probably going to ask him is what's the most expensive mistake you've ever made. So I'll give Chris a little bit of time to think about that while we're on the break. And we're going to talk about how to get in shape and achieve your ideal body and, and some of the things that come with fitness and nutrition. We haven't had a show like this in a while, so I'm excited to dive into all of this and so much more when we come back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. It's words you never heard. They say there's no such thing as a stupid question, but many of us have felt like a goostrum noodle by asking one. Of course, no one wants to squabosh a child's curiosity, but these questions from young students submitted by their teachers are pretty funny. One student asked the teacher, how do islands not float away? Another wanted to know if the sun we see in America is the same sun people see in Scotland. Here's one that might confuzzle even the most experienced teacher. Are commas real or imaginary? And another asked if ramen noodles grow on ramen trees. But my favorite question was asked while a teacher was discussing the Bill of Rights with the class. One sticky beak raised his hand and inquired, If we have the right to bear arms, how come we can't wear tank tops to school? It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Chris Zizzo. And if you have not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, please do so. And oh, by the way, if you ask Alexa or Siri or your favorite Google device to play Success Profiles Radio, you will hear the most recent episode. So starting sometime this evening or tomorrow, you can ask Alexa to play Success Profiles Radio and you will hear this episode. How cool is that? So, Chris, let me ask you the next question. This is a favorite question of mine lately. What is the most expensive mistake you've ever made? It can be financial. It doesn't have to be. It can be a time-energy thing. It could be an opportunity lost that you wish you could have taken advantage of. But what is the most expensive mistake you have made? I'd say um, this this mistake is kind of uh, – I, I don't know if it was a mistake. It's just a good learning lesson. Um, yeah. 
you know, it's uh, well, I guess that is a mistake. <laughs> I mean, if you end up losing money, it's kind of a mistake, but right. um, I guess worth the value and lessons learned. So when I was um, an engineer, I still had an entrepreneurial spirit, like at the beginning of my engineering career, if you want to call it that it wasn't that long. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. but, um, but I was trying to work at my job. I was working on my health and fitness routine myself. I was mm -hmm. also building a platform that was to connect health and health and fitness uh, service providers to clients. So kind of like the liaison between the two. Mm -hmm. um, so I was developing that and I had another idea to do a dating app. So I started building a dating app, which I did build. And I realized I'm super creative in mm -hmm. I strung myself out across all of these projects, my normal job, my normal, I was working 24 seven. It was crazy. And I was spending money on multiple in multiple areas. And it was money that was my direct money. You know, there's no funding from anybody and engineers don't make as much as I thought they did. So it was tough. Mm. <laughs> I ended up spending all of my money. The projects finished, but not to the degree of what I would consider finished. So they weren't great products. I wasn't proud of them. Um, and, the lesson learned was, you know, uh, I guess the the biggest cost mistake was losing the money that I invested in those businesses, but losing the time. I think time's the most valuable thing that we have in life and we don't get it back. Fortunately, I took some lessons away from those mistakes, but it was, uh, it was a pretty decent loss of time. I spent a lot of time building those two businesses, which they're not gone yet either. They're one of them's coming back. <laughs> which one's coming back? The dating app, the dating nice. app. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's it's still a great idea, which is awesome in my opinion. But yeah. I think every idea I have is a great idea, so maybe it's not. But yeah. <laughs> let's let's hope that it is. Absolutely. So, yeah. Great. So let's talk about health and fitness. This is your your zone of genius. So for those out there wondering, if you want to lose weight or change any aspect of your life, it has to be for the right reasons, doesn't it? You can't just say, oh, I want to lose weight. You have Correct. to know your why. Yep. Yep. 100%. Do you find that people struggle with that or that they aren't, they just want to lose weight, but they aren't real clear about why? 1000%. The people that understand their true why succeed every single time. The mm. people that don't, they're either afraid to move forward and realize their true why, or they don't dig deep enough. But your why has to be so big. It has to be bigger than you. It's not just losing a couple of pounds. It's not just feeling like you have more energy. Your why has to be profound. It's got to it's got to be so big that you're willing to change your entire life for it. And yeah. when you figure that out, it's a very big deal. So I help people figure out their real reason why, which is why my clients do so well because we we dig for it and it gets emotional at times, but it's important to go through that that head change and mindset shift because the driving factor needs to be big. Yeah. Do you, do you remember the first transformation you helped somebody with? I do. Yeah. And I remember the first, I remember the first real big one was, uh, I mean, it's easy to remember every transformation shift, um, mm -hmm. that are, that are, uh, you know, decent size or, um, even if it's not just weight loss, it's, mental transformation. I remember those for sure. Very clear. And I remember all the conversations that we had in between. Um, my, my, one of my most successful clients, no longer the most successful, but still in the time that she had been losing weight, um, my client, Jen, she lost uh -huh. 120 pounds in, wow. in nine months. She's 180 pounds now. 
she was 370 pounds when she started. So, um, she's 187 now. So she, she did the work and she is an amazing person. And it it was just like, man, when is she going to slow down? When is she going to hit a roadblock? But it was continuous coaching and full transparency, continuous conversation back and forth the entire time. And she kept it up and Mm. yeah, she's, she's, living a different life now for sure. Yeah. So here's an interesting question because when people are trying to lose weight, they expect that weight loss to happen in a straight line. It's not. We plateau. Sometimes we even gain a pound or two one week and we get so incredibly discouraged. What do you say to people who are plateauing? You're not in a plateau. Your body is just responding to something and it needs a little adjustment or it needs a little time. As long as you're doing the work, you have a good plan set out for you, follow that plan, and you're going to be a success. You have to trust the process. That's huge. And the process is following a good plan. And if you don't have a good plan, that's why you have a coach. You know, If you don't know how to create the plan and you want to get from point A to point B, you need that plan and that roadmap in place for you. Mm-hmm. But you can't let you can't let the scale. Let's just let's just say the scale because let's talk about weight loss. Mm-hmm. You can't let the scale dictate your emotional state your mindset and your progress the scale is a good measuring stick over a long period of time to determine if we're headed in the right direction but when we look at time frames like one or two weeks it's a really bad measuring stick unfortunately it's all that we have right so how about thinking about trying on your clothes and seeing if they fit different how about looking in the mirror and seeing if you can see anything change or how about uh, measuring yourself, even seeing if that's changed. If you're following mm-hmm. the plan and it's a good plan, it will mm-hmm. change. Yeah. I know with 75 hard, for example, and I haven't done it yet, but I know that part of the program is that you take a picture of yourself every, every single day. It's mm-hmm. hard to see your progress every single day when you're looking at the same body all the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's very hard. You, uh, that's why you got to do comparisons. Yeah. You know, you got to do comparisons of, of not just this day to the next, but one month transformations, two months transformations. Mm-hmm. Look at yourself every single day. Every I don't know if you've ever heard someone say, "Everyone tells me I look different, but I I don't see it." Yeah. It's because you you know you're going back to the family family reunion and uh, no one's seen you for months. It's like, right. heck yeah, there's a change, but you won't mm-hmm. notice it. Right, exactly. Why do people struggle so much to lose weight? Is it just because they don't have their strong why, or are there other reasons too? At the end of the day, anyone can lose weight. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a, it's the balance of getting the nutrition right. So you have good hormonal balance mm-hmm. and being, being in a caloric deficit. So you have less calories going in than are coming out. And um, there are a few variables that'll play into that, you know, certain um, diseases or ailments that couldn't can throw you off, but it can't keep you off forever. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's more of a, it's more of a mindset shift that needs to happen than it is anything else. Of course, there are things that will significantly slow you down. For instance, if you um, have hypothyroidism, mm-hmm. like you, your, your metabolism, your metabolism isn't functioning at, at the normal capacity, but it's not going to slow you down or it's not going to stop you. It will slow you down and you got to be prepared for that, but you have to get your mind right and make sure that you're trusting in the process and putting in the work and, and the reason why you're doing it needs to drive that. Absolutely. So why, why do so many people have low energy? 
Oh, tons of reasons. I just posted about this today. <laughs> I know you did. So, so low energy um, stems. I can probably name a hundred things, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with uh, a few of the common. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most people, one, don't have the right nutrients going into your body. We get so preoccupied with what we're doing at work that we choose not to eat. We need to eat and you need to eat regularly. That keeps your metabolism up. That regulates your blood sugar. That gives you consistent energy supply in your body all day long. You can't not eat all day and then have one big meal and expect your body to function mm-hmm. right away. So it's it's that. I would say another big one is sleep. Lack of sweet sleep or not sleeping well through the night. The problem is we stay up on our phones until it's time to go to bed. Then we set our phones down, try to close our eyes, and expect mm-hmm. to fall asleep. That doesn't work. Right. Or we have we have families. And we try to cater to the family so much, we don't create schedules and set schedules and times and limit ourselves on what we're doing when we're doing it. We just Mm -hmm. try to work through the day as best we can. And that never works. Nobody ever gets to bed on time. Nobody ever gets up at the same time. You need to have structure. And people don't like the lack of freedom that comes with structure and schedules. Mm -hmm. But that is your freedom. Mm -hmm. Because you can actually schedule in free time. right? But if you don't, um, you're going to be fatigued. You're going to suffer in a major, major way. Absolutely. You know, so Absolutely. I think that I think that time um, without structure, without scheduling things and, and a lack of sleep are two of the big ones. And then the nutrients in your body. That's another big one. So. Yeah, I, I love that. We've got uh, two minutes to our next break. I think a lot of times, too, when people get gung-ho about wanting to lose weight or make a significant change in their life or in their body, they try and tackle the whole world at once. And you cannot do that because <laughs> it won't work. You can't sustain that, right? No, no, you cannot. I mean, you you have to, you have to taper into the process, you know? You have to it's not just something you can't go from a a life that you were living to a completely different lifestyle right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people can, you know, just like some people can, can quit um, their addiction of cigarettes or alcohol, cold Turkey, but that's few and far between. Mm-hmm. You have to actually take a, a mindset, a mindset shift first and then bite off smaller pieces of the apple. Mm-hmm. And eventually you'll get there and it's going to seem easy. But if you have a plate you know, that's a dessert size plate and you're trying to fit a full meal on it. It's not going to work. No, you need to, you need to grow and, and adopt things in time and, and let the process, you know, set in before you go full gung ho for some people. That's for, that's a, that's a week for a lot of people. That's three months, you know? Absolutely. We've got about a minute to our break. I just want to ask you, because we talked about the mental process, the mental game of this. You have to adopt a new identity. You have to think about yourself differently. You have to believe that you deserve to have the health and the great body that you want, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my Absolutely. gosh. Absolutely. What makes that what that makes it hard? What makes that hard? We just we just haven't seen ourselves that way. So <laughs> we don't think that we deserve it or can achieve it. Yeah, well, a lot of people are already defeated right out of the gate because they've never had good support systems in their life, and we got to get past that. Um, I think that's the, the biggest, the biggest mindset shift that we need to make, right? So we can we can pick up more on it in a bit if you want. But all right, sounds good. We'll be right back. This is Success Profiles Radio.
the mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.brianckwright.com for more information. Once again, that's brianckwright.com. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Chris Zizzo. And if you've not subscribed to Success Profiles Magazine, please do so. You can go to successprofilesmagazine.com. It's a monthly digital magazine, and we've been doing this since December 2017, and we've done 55 episodes. If you subscribe, you can read every single issue we've ever done, along with some special edition features and some expert calls. There's a lot of content. You could read one issue of that magazine every day for a year and still not exhaust all the content there. So go ahead and subscribe at successprofilesmagazine.com. I would love it if you would do that. So Chris, here's the next question. If you hate exercising, and a lot of people do, what's the first thing you can do? The first thing you can do is get your diet mm. in place. Dieting, let's, I, I'm going to talk about weight loss um, because, I mean, we could go into, you know, everybody's individual goals, but that would take a long time. So let's focus on right. weight loss. If that's the primary mm-hmm. goal, your diet is 80% of that mission. Mm-hmm. Your, your diet is 80% of it because exercise activity and physical activity, those the calorie in calorie out theory on, on losing weight. Well, not theory. It's just the, the truth behind it is your exercise activity takes about 20% uh-huh. of, of the burden of the calorie expenditure. Whereas your body in its normal functions throughout the day, you know, just, let's just talk about like, something like digesting your food or something like walking to and from your office or something Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, chewing your food or something that, that all takes energy that all burns calories, your heart beating. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is 80% of your caloric burn. Mm -hmm. So we call it your BMR, right? Um, how many calories you're burning at rest and that right there the the exercise leaving 20% for exercise alone that's that's such a small amount if you think about it you really don't yeah. have to exercise a whole lot to lose the weight 
You do, however, have to modify the foods that are going in your body. So that's an easy step. If you just start there, you're going to have a lot of success if you can keep that routine going and eat clean foods, stay away from your sugars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in, you don't have to, you don't have to be miserable either. I have, right. I eat French toast every morning. Mm. And it's healthy. It's healthy French toast though. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of that. good, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Absolutely. So if you're trying to do this journey, you shouldn't be trying to do this journey by yourself, whether you have a coach or not, you should, but having a great support system of people around you who support your goals is so important too, right? Oh, a thousand percent. It's huge. It's huge. Especially if you're somebody that, that has a hard time with you know, self-accountability mm-hmm. and you're kind of, you're just uncertain about how well you're going to do or what steps to take. And you need that reassurance. You need to have somebody there to support you, which is why a lot of my clients are also successful because we have a very good Facebook community. Mm-hmm. And everyone supports everybody. I hear about all the discussions going on outside of the Facebook group. We have people that are on my team who are now dating, who fly mm. to see each other back and forth, friendships. It's it's a very serious uh, networking opportunity for people just as much as it is a health and fitness program. And that's because the support system has been so real between all my clients that um, they, they seem to be more successful than, than any other. It's love that. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It is so cool. Having a, a support system and a community of people who will help each other and cheer each other on is absolutely critical. So yeah. it, if someone has not exercised in a while, the best form of exercise to get started would be a walk. A simple walk. <laughs> That's all. They, I, I, the best thing to do if you're trying to lose weight and you want to exercise is to walk on an incline. Mm-hmm. So if you see a hill or if you see um, – if you have a treadmill – um, if you have bad knees, I would say try something like the elliptical machine that's uh-huh. easier on your knees. Um, or if you're overweight and you have a lot of uh, weight on the joint, uh-huh. on the knee joint, then you don't necessarily want to be pressing down on it too hard. But most people can do an incline walk, keep their heart rate at a certain level. Um, uh-huh. It should be about. of what your maximum heart rate would be for most people. Let's just say you're in your thirties and forties, keep your heart rate at about 125 to 130 beats per minute and just walk for 20 minutes a day, five times a week. That's going to be the best starting point for you. Fantastic. So let's talk about how you've built your business and created and leveraged your brand. This, this is something Mm -hmm. that I've been waiting to talk to you about. (laughs) You are a social media influencer. A lot of people call themselves a social media influencer, but there are not many people who have over two and a half million followers on TikTok. So (laughs) how, how did you figure out that social media was the way to go and how did you do this? Yeah, for sure. This is a good question. Pretty, pretty original uh, or pretty, pretty unique way of, of coming to this and for, for my business growth. Um, back when I was starting the dating app, I knew that I was going to spend a lot of money on the app and run out of money for marketing and marketing should be about 40 to 50% of your business expense. When I realized that 
I had to grow my organic growth on social media and do my own marketing through organic reach. Mm-hmm. Who was going to be the best market for me on a dating app? Well, guys don't drive traffic to a dating app. It's women that do. Yeah. Right. So I was like, all right, I need to try and attract, you know, singles in their mid twenties to, you know, late forties. How do I do that? I'm going to start social media. I'm going to start putting out content that reaches these people and I'm going to grow my page. And it was all, um, it's all funny, comedy, advice, health and fitness. Um, but I, I did it consistently over time and grew a pretty significant following mm-hmm. just sharing my journey. Basically it was me documenting my life in a virtual space and a lot of people followed along and, um, and they liked the fitness tips too, which has been consistent for me for a long time now. So when it came time to transition to health and fitness and this business, people knew who I was and I had a lot of credibility and, um, and I grew all of that organic growth because mm-hmm. of the dating app. That's where it all started. And, and it, and it grew quick um, and it was consistent. And the dating app, by the way, is called it's a fit and it's for either healthy, fit, active lifestyles or people who are um, getting into a healthy, fit and active lifestyle and want someone to support them along the journey. So new to fitness. Um, yeah. But, but I had to share fitness stuff as well. Um, to target that audience and, and get those people in. So naturally bringing people over to a health and fitness business was pretty simple. For me. Right. And yeah. here's the interesting piece too, because you're, you're, you were incorporating fitness into your, your stories and your reels and your posts too, which is really important because you made those two businesses intersect. I think sometimes when people try and start more than one business, they think I want to in business in this industry and I want a business in this industry and they try to be all things to all people. And then people are thinking, what are you, who are you really? And that's confusing. Right. And then they just, yeah, they stop following you, but you made mm-hmm. an active effort to make sure that there was a synergetic fit between everything you were doing. And that's smart. Right. For sure. I think that, yeah, like you said, um, I, I have, um, there's a couple, a friend of mine who we met with this weekend and there's nothing wrong with the approach of having multiple avenues for making money in different businesses that are completely different. Right. Um, he owns a, like a men's, um, beard and hair product and he, mm-hmm. and he's a realtor, right. Mm-hmm. And, um, going to be a successful dude. I, I have no doubt he already is, but I mean, he's going to have more success in the future. I have no doubt, but mm-hmm. we were discussing him having two social media profiles that he had to run for each. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was asking if that's something he should do. And then a personal social media profile to let people know who he is. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> One mm-hmm. is enough, right? One is enough. And mm-hmm. um, and I know that my value to the world is to help change lives through mindset mm-hmm. and through health and fitness. And I'm just going to categorize all this together and call it wellness because yeah. wellness is all inclusive of body, mind, spirit. Um, so... I knew that's my path that I needed to take and there's never going to be a business, um, you know, outside of maybe uh, real estate investing that, that I'm going to form that deviates from that. That's my purpose on earth is to change lives the way I know how to do it best. So every yeah. business that I create is going to be that. Absolutely. And, you know, here's something else I want to ask you because in order to get everything done that you want to do, you have an absolutely definite routine. So what do you think are some of your top productivity tips that you can help us all tap into our superpowers? 
Oh man, this is so good. I love this. <laughs> I uh, schedule everything, put it in a calendar. If you don't, it's you're, you're at point A, you're trying to get to point B. Mm-hmm. Point B is your end goal, right? And mm-hmm. if you don't have the map in between, how are you going to be successful at getting there? It's the same thing. We I talked about this with someone today. It's like your GPS tracker. You know where you are. You know where you're trying to go. And you need the navigation to tell you the paths to take in between. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, how do you know if you're headed in the right direction? You don't. You need to have a schedule. And your schedule needs to be completely aligned with what's mm-hmm. going to get you from point A to point B, which mm-hmm. is why we should love a schedule. It's, it's very, very important. And um, aside from scheduling your day, in order to keep you productive, I would say don't overcommit and and don't put too much on your plate. You don't want to be stressed. You don't want to be overwhelmed and you don't want to let people down. It's better right. to say, sorry, no, I can't do that than to say yes and then back out mm-hmm. on your work, your commitments. Yeah. How it's, do you uh, decide? How do you decide what to say yes or no to? Who is going to benefit from it outside of myself? If I go with this person here or this person here, how many people am I going to help with either option? I always, I live a life of servitude. That's the way I like to say, I like to put it. And if I'm going to meet with person A or person B and person A can help me impact 20 lives immediately and person B cannot, or if person A can help me impact a hundred lives down the road and person B cannot, I'll just tell them straight out the truth. Hey, I have this mission. I'm working with this person on this and I really have to prioritize this right now. And I'm sorry, but when the time can come, when the time comes, we'll get together, but it's, it's not right now. Absolutely. So we've got less than two minutes or so to our break. How did your life change when you realized your value to the world? Um, I, I just think that, um, I, I really, it's it's pretty simple. I think that a lot of time, a lot of times, people do what they want to do in life, mm-hmm. and and that's okay. But I don't think that I'm put on this earth to do what I want to do. I think I'm put on this earth to do what I need to do. And I mm-hmm. when I realize changing lives is what I need to do, now my time is no longer my time, and I'm fine with that. And I live really. I haven't had a bad day in a really long time, because every day I get to help people, and and that's how it's changed. It's I don't even live my own life anymore. It's a life of servitude for others. I love that. That's so fantastic. We are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly we are going, and we'll come right back. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Brian. 
heard of the five-second rule. You know, where if you spill some food on the floor and manage to snatch it up within five seconds, it's okay to eat. But is it really safe? According to experiments by WebMD, all food that falls on the floor gathers bacteria, no matter how quickly it's picked up. It does help, however, if both the floor is clean and the food is dry. But if you spill some ma wallop, that's messy food like a chili dog or spaghetti, you should think twice before snuffing it up and eating it. I think plain old rumble gumption should tell us to forget the five-second rule and just consider any food that hits the floor cag-mag or unfit for human consumption. At my house, if any food should fall on the floor while we're eating, you can bet our dog's going to get it within five seconds anyway. It's words you never I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Chris Zizzo, and we're talking about health and fitness and how he built his business and his brand. He has a lot of followers on Instagram and TikTok. Follow him, Chris Zizzo, Z-I-Z-Z-O. You can't miss him. So I would love to ask you about gratitude. That's such a huge topic on this show. How important has that been to you? It's everything. I mean, I uh, the only reason I have the life that I have is because of of the people that invest in me that mm-hmm. think I'm worth bringing into their journey. I'm worth being a part of their life. And I'm extremely grateful for that. And I think that there's a lot of things that we forget about on a regular basis that we we don't give, you know, we're not grateful for. We kind of take for granted. And mm-hmm. um, just little things like breath and life. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a story that I share with all my clients about how we need to be grateful for everything that we have in our life and how we can't complain about certain things. We need to be grateful for them instead. And the story is I have a friend who was in a car accident, can't use his legs anymore. I was complaining. I I, I was, it's terrible. And I was complaining Mm -hmm. about doing my cardio and I see this picture of him trying to walk again. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all he wants to do is walk again. And I'm sitting here complaining about it. Mm -hmm. Like that drove me. To not only continue my cardio routine, but do more mm-hmm. like yeah. for him, you know, we have to be grateful for the little things. And that's one thing I think I, I do really well. I don't do a lot of things mm-hmm. really well, but I do. Mm-hmm. I am extremely grateful for all the big things and all of the little things, all of yeah. the people, every breath waking up in the morning. It's yeah. extremely important. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a topic that I love visiting on my show pretty regularly. What are your top core values? Do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. It's integrity is huge. My time is the most valuable thing in the world to me. Uh, we went to an, an, this meeting with our uh, a group of entrepreneurs. The group is called Apex. There's a guy speaking there, Bobby Castro. Bobby Castro talked about non-refundable minutes. Every minute that we waste, we don't get back. So you better make every single minute valuable. And if, if anyone is going to waste my minutes, it's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. So why would I waste anybody else's minutes? I value my time more than any 
dollar on this world on this earth and um i i wouldn't you know waver from that core value at all yeah. i also think that extreme ownership needs to be a really big core yes. value too many people pass the buck too many people say it's not my problem and all that does is prevents you from taking action on your problems when you make it your problem even when it's not your problem you give yourself the right to move forward and correct it if yeah. it's impacting your life in a negative way you need to own it even if it's yeah. not your fault or your problem yeah so that's that's huge and those are a part of my my team's core values too absolutely and i love what you said about valuing your time i know that you value your time because you also value other people's times when you and i have conversations you sometimes say i i hope i don't want this to be a waste of your time it never is chris ever ever <laughs> i value my time with you so it's I'm never glad. a waste of time yeah but awesome. i i know because you say that i know that you value your time because you value other people's time too so of course Absolutely. it's one of your top core values. Absolutely. So you yeah. mentioned Apex. Uh, you and I are both in this amazing mastermind called Apex. How important has joining masterminds and participating in coaching programs been to your growth? It's been, it's been, it's meant the world to me. It's been so big. Where I come from, um, I don't want to make it sound too bad, but it's not, it's not too great either. You don't really go out and make friends where I'm from. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of a lot of drugs, a lot of crime. It's, it's not the best place to be. Mm -hmm. So you don't naturally, like I'm not, I didn't grow up with a lot of good mentorship and you know, my parents, both of them are great people, but they're not entrepreneurs either. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're not like, or at least they haven't been, you know, raised that way. And my dad's a blue collar worker and he works, you know, uh, a normal job and, and he likes that. And he's done, you know, he's, he's saved and he's worked hard his whole life, but I didn't have any guidance in that aspect. And I didn't have any good mentorship or friends growing up. So when I joined Apex, that's all it was like-minded individuals that I could finally connect with. And I'll tell you, I worked every single day, um, by myself for about four years, mm -hmm. uh, going to my job then working at Starbucks after where they had better Wi-Fi connection than where I lived and yeah. then going to bed. And I did that on yeah. repeat and I don't yeah. really have that many friends for that reason. Right. But when I joined Apex, it was, um, Man, there were not only friends that I made and, and really had great conversations with that opened me up to networking because I hated networking before. Right. But, but they also know how to do everything that I don't know how to do, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and they're right. willing to coach you through it. Yeah. A lot of other networking experiences I've been in have been terrible because they're takers. This group is yeah. givers. Yeah. A thousand percent. It's Apex the is givers. It's the core values of the group and they base every everybody coming in on those core values like you have to be bought in on that or else you're not going to fit in yep absolutely you've accomplished a lot in your business in such a short amount of time but there's always a long ways to go so what i want to ask next is what else do you want to accomplish in your business that you haven't done yet well my goal is to impact 100 million lives so what i want my business to be right now is my opportunity to help uh, a small amount of people um, and I say small, like relatively speaking, like I hope to, I hope to change thousands of clients lives and within my business. Um, but I also hope to branch out into other health and fitness businesses, which I've kind of already done with the dating app and everything, which is getting restructured and all that. But the ultimate goal, everything that I'm doing now, the purpose it's supposed to serve is to fund a nonprofit of my own that is really going to impact the world. And I want to, this is my plan for changing a hundred million lives. Everything 
funnels down into this. Everything I do in my life funnels down to this. I want to change school systems to provide true health and fitness guidance, not only physical, but mental as well. I think we're getting away from that. I don't think that's really, I don't think that exists in schools today and it needs to. Everyone talks about all of these things that are happening in the world, um, you know, shootings or, you know, increase in suicides um, with, with kids or so much just misguided uh, kids. And it's like, nobody's taking action on it. Who is, who's a better person to do that than people that are professionals in this space. And if there's not going to be any, you know, government intervention in the school saying, these are the things we need. It's up to the professionals to take a stance on that and change the school system. And by doing that, we're offering some sort of program um, by doing that. We don't just change individuals one by one. We change, yeah. we change areas large areas at one time who then can pass that on to their kids. Absolutely. But it has to start from the bottom, you know, because yep. I can't, I can't change a hundred million 40 year olds who are set in their ways. That would take too long. I wish I lasted that long, but I won't. <laughs> right. What's your morning routine? Uh, four thirty cardio. Uh, while I'm on cardio, I do some emails. I make some Facebook posts depends on, uh, if the emails are backed up, I'll stick to those. Otherwise, I'll move over to Facebook posts. And if I already made some posts the night before or something like that and just post them, then I will listen to an audiobook or I will read. I actually read while I'm on the treadmill a lot. So all my books have water damage on. It's uh, wrink- a lot of wrinkled pages. After that, I go into the kitchen. I make some food. I get ready for the day. Fortunately, I have a lot of stuff lined out already for me. Mm-hmm. Um, clothes lined out. Meals lined out. So... Um, I can collect my stuff and get ready quickly after I'm done eating. It is either training, depending on the day, because I do train a group of Apex people, mm-hmm. um, or it's work. I actually start with work, and then I break off to go train and then come back to work, or I just get straight to work. And, uh, and yeah, it's a, I can't go without my morning cardio routine. I promise anyone that listens to this, if you can just get up extra early – and fight that urge to hit the snooze button, go out and do some cardio around the block or mm-hmm. on a treadmill if you can afford one or go to the gym and do it. 4.30 mm-hmm. might be before the gym opens. You're going to carry so much more energy throughout the day than mm-hmm. you'd ever expect. It's going to be hard at first to stick to. But yeah. I, if I don't do that, it feels like I wake up and I have a hangover for the day. It's yeah. not good. <laughs> no, absolutely. No. So yeah. what has surprised you about entrepreneurship? Hmm. The freedom is something like anything you can't explain. I, and when I say freedom, I don't mean hours during the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, just the freedom to make decisions the way that you want to make them. Mm -hmm. Your your love for living out your passion and what you want to do. When Mm -hmm. people say, if you like your job, then it's not, then you're not Mm -hmm. going to a job. No, no day seems like a day of work. Mm -hmm. It's the truth. People tell me to slow down. I'm in this office 15, 16 hours a day, every single day. I'm in here on the weekends, every single weekend. Uh-huh. Chris, Chris, you're going to burn out. Chris, you need to slow down. Chris, you need to go on a vacation. I don't need any of that. I love what I do. I would rather uh-huh. be here than doing anything else. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe. What What advice would you give to entrepreneurs who might be struggling right now? Uh, I would say get some mentorship in your life. Uh-huh. I would say figure out if you went in the business for the wrong reasons. 
if you went in for money, get out of it. You're not going to mm -hmm. be a success because there's someone in that same business that's doing it not for money, but driven by passion and they're going to mm -hmm. beat you. I would say yeah. find, find the right people that are going to help you grow. And I would say cut people out of your life that aren't going to help you grow. And it's really hard to do mm -hmm. that sometimes because you're emotionally attached to them, but yeah. your support system and environment, you need to get rid of the bad before you introduce the good. Yep. You can't have a tainted environment. Exactly. Who inspires and motivates you? This is the question I ask everyone at the end. Who, any one given person who inspires or motivates me. Well, I'd say I get a lot of inspiration or motivation, I guess, from my girlfriend. She's the mm -hmm. most supportive person. Mm -hmm. um, my my mom and sister also support me quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say that that they're that they're extremely supportive and that support and their faith in me to be mm -hmm. a great something uh, mm -hmm. one day is, is what really drives me. But mm -hmm. uh, I think more than anything, the, the motivation internally comes from seeing who I don't want to be because that's yeah. a lot that, that happens a lot in my life. I grew up around more of that than I grew up around. That's why I can't really give you a single motivational person because okay. I didn't have it around me. But Great. We got, we got 30 seconds to the end. How can we find you? How can we try with you and vibe with you? My name is Chris Zizzo, K-R-I-S-Z-I-Z-Z-O. And you can find me at chriszizzo.com. If you're looking for health and fitness guidance, you can also find me at Chris Zizzo on Instagram, on TikTok. And yeah, that's, that's basically it for right now. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being here, Chris. It was a privilege to have you here. Thank you so much, Brian. I appreciate it. And thanks to all of you for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class achiever, learn what they did, what they overcame, and what we can learn from their journey. Until next week, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.